What's up, peeps? I'm back. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benz, and thank you so much for joining us for the Movies and More edition on the AEW Insider. This week, I got some television reviews of some shows I watch. I've got what's opening this weekend in the movies, in case you guys want to catch a flick. I've got trailer reactions of some new trailers for movies that dropped this week. We got some movie news, some entertainment news, some video game news, some music news, and we have this weekend's box office, so it's a good show. Uh, definitely show us some love on all social media plus all podcasting platforms under the AEW Insider and on Twitter it's the AEW Insider 1 as a number 1 so let's get to the show reviews for what I did watch this week I only watched two TV shows I've been really busy you know putting videos up and editing for the YouTube channel but of course I did squeeze in episode 2 of Disney Plus's The Mandalorian what it's about is after a brief yet satisfyingly intense ambush by two rival bounty hunters, the Mandalorian tracks back to his ship with Baby Yoda. Unfortunately, a band of Jawas have stripped the aircraft clean, so the Mandalorian must put the plot on hold to chase after the scavengers and reclaims his ship's parts. This episode was really intense and it was really funny. It's exactly what he said. He got back from his mission where he kept Yoda instead of killing on the baby Yoda, and those dudes just literally took everything off his fucking um, ship. So him and this other dude went and confronted them, and they told them if he can retrieve this egg from this cave, they would give him ship parts back and then the adventure you know continues so it's really really good episode i did give it an eight out of ten also i did watch the season finale of american horror story 1984 this episode is broken up pretty much evenly between flashback sequences of what just happened to trap everyone at Camp Redwood and the ghost's attempt to start Margaret from hatching her evil plan. And it had Bobby being chased around by either Richard Ramirez or Margaret Booth trying to kill him. If you don't know who Bobby is, it's actually Mr. Jingle's son. So this episode starts off like an hour of time, like 2019, whatever the fuck. And Mr. Jingle's son is all grown up. Last two episodes ago, Mr. Jingle's killed himself so his son could be saved. His son was saved, had a good life. He wants to find out what happened to his father because he knows he was at Camp Redwood. And plus, somebody's mysteriously been sending him money for all these years. So he goes back for Nair. He meets the ghosts. Some of them were trying to kill him. It's fucking nuts so the season finale i did give a 9 out of 10 and the whole season american horror story 1984 i gave a 9 out of 10 overall now it's going to be controversial because a lot of people hate it and a lot of people love it so i mean you have your own opinions of course but overall american's horror story is the bomb fucking show all right opening this week in a movie theater near you these are some movies i felt that were good we do have frozen 2 starring Kristen bell now, I am a big movie buff, TV buff, horror buff, what have you, but I have to, and I'm a big Disney guy too, but I have to admit that I've never watched Frozen 1, and that's like blasphemy because it's like an amazing film I hear and the kids love it. So you already know, if you got a child, or maybe if you just like Frozen 1, you're going to be watching it this weekend, and it will be number one next week. Uh, the second movie opening this week is called A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, starring Tom Hanks. What it is about, it's a behind-the-scenes story about Mr. Rogers, the guy who used to have the TV show. 
So a journalist's life is enriched by a friendship when he takes on the assignment of profiling Fred Rogers. It's based on a real-life friendship between journalist Tom Junan and television star Fred Rogers. So being me growing up in my day and age, I'm an old man, Mr. Rogers was fucking huge. That show influenced a lot of kids. It was great. And this is behind the scenes about who really was the man behind that, you know, sweater, Mr. Rogers. Also opening this week, we do have Dark Waters, starring Avengers Mark Ruffalo. Now, when this trailer came out like a month or two ago, I did cover it. It looks good. It's about a tenacious attorney who uncovers a dark secret that connects a growing number of unexplained debts to one of the world's largest corporations. While trying to expose the truth, he soon finds himself risking his life, his future, his family, everything. So it is. It's this big company, and they're dumping shit in the water, and they've been killing people for like 70 years or or since the 70s, something like that. It looks fucking good. And finally, opening this week, we do have 21 Bridges, starring Black Panther's Chadwick Boseman. After uncovering a massive conspiracy, an NYPD detective joins a citywide manhunt for two young cop killers. As the night unfolds, he soon becomes unsure of who to pursue and who's in pursuit of him. When the search intensifies, the Dorothys decide to take extreme measures by closing all of Manhattan's 21 bridges to prevent the suspects from escaping. Now, normally this would look really fucking cheesy, but the whole thing with them closing the bridges, what have you, it sounds pretty good. Movies like this, they could be a bit hit or miss. They sound good, they could be good, and then it just falls flat. It's shit. If they put a little bit of effort into it, it might be pretty good. All right, next are some trailers that dropped this week that I thought were interesting. First, we do have Scoob, as in Scooby-Doo. To me, it doesn't look that great. The voiceovers, the voice actors they got, they sound like shit. And that's because of movies like this. They will stay hiring big-name Hollywood stars, hoping that'll get people to go see the movie. But they don't sound anything like the fucking characters they're playing or have good fucking cartoon voices at all. And then when you go see these movies, you really don't give a fuck who's doing the voices. So if you watch it, the story is about Scooby and Shaggy, how they met when they were little kids or teenagers, and how they met the rest of the gang and it covers their first mission that they had together. So the whole premise is very fucking cool, but once you hear Shaggy, Fred, or Scooby talk, you're like, what the fuck is this? So it does disappoint me. But that does come out the summer of next year, 2020, and it's called Scoob. Next, we have The Way Back, starring Ben Affleck. To me, it looks excellent, and finally get Ben Affleck's return into doing good movies. It's about a man with a lot of demons. You could tell he is a serious alcoholic, and he pretty much lost it all. He gets called back to his hometown to coach a high school basketball team that he used to be a star for. It looks fucking excellent. They show him drinking the whole time, so that's his big demon. They show him trying to support these kids and lift them up while other coaches and people in the town pretty much think they're fucking shit. It shows him like with his ex-wife and his kids trying to bond that together. It looks great. Check out the trailer for The Way Back. Next, we do have Seaberg, starring Kristen Stewart from Twilight and also Anthony Mackie. This is going to be an Amazon exclusive. And in excuse me, in the late 1960s, American actress Jean Seberg grew bored of acting and became enthralled with the activist politics of the era, 
particularly the Black Panthers. And I'm black and white, so when I say white, black, don't take any offense. What it is is like, picture back in the 60s, fucking like Marilyn Monroe on top of the game, a huge Hollywood starlet, and she wants to get fucking down and gritty with the Black Panthers and all this shit on the front line of pretty much a fucking war. People don't believe her, then she has hidden emotions, yada yada. Other people come after her, like public relations firms trying to use her, the government. So, I mean, this one looks like Kristen Stewart is back, and this is going to be one of her best performances, if not her best performance of her career so far. We also have Almost Home. Now, I never even heard about this, had no idea about it till I seen the trailer, but it looks fucking awesome. It's about a group of homeless teenagers in Los Angeles struggling to find themselves. So the trailer shows this little girl, and she's about to get robbed or stabbed by these people. This older girl, like she's still a girl, but she's older than the little one, comes and saves her. So the little one is interested in her, feels she owes her a debt, and she follows her around. The little one comes from a home, like she actually has a home, but she finds out the girl who saved her is really... Uh, homeless in LA and like they live in cardboard boxes there's drug drug dealers gang members what have you so she's trying to give her fucking life up and play homeless and things turn bad so it looks really really good check out the trailer for almost home and finally we do have the trailer for knives and skin I would like to tell you what it's about, but I really don't fucking know. It is awesome. Like, the whole trailer had me sucked in. It looks awesome, but there's so many stories going on. They're so wacky. I don't know, man, but they're all going to intertwine together, blah, blah, blah. Uh, They're calling it Twin Peaks meets Donnie Darko, which is amazing. And it's a cult classic in the making so far. That's what critics are saying. So check out the trailer for Knives and Skin. When I'm done with this show, I will put all of them up. Maybe when I'm done editing, blah, blah, blah. But they'll be up on our Twitter, definitely. All right, we're going to take a break real quick to pay the bills. We do have some streaming news, some entertainment news, some music news, video game news, and my recommendation of the week, plus the weekend box office. So stay tuned, peace. We'll be right back with the show. All right, peace. We're back with this episode of Movies and More. Remember, check us out on all podcasting platforms, Facebook and YouTube, AEW Insider, and on Twitter, AEW Insider 1 as a number one. Let's get back to the show. Streaming news. Disney Plus is a week old and it is great. I myself had just watched The Mandalorian 1 and 2, but my daughter and mother love it. They absolutely love it. Plus what I see when I was scrolling through, it's so worth the $7.99 a month. Remember, the first week is free. You can have up to seven accounts with four of them streaming at one time. So I have one for myself, my daughter, my mother, and my uncle, and we're paying 8 bucks a month. I mean, you can't beat it. So definitely check it out. Entertainment news. Lou Ferrigno a.k.a. the original Incredible Hulk, who played the Incredible Hulk on the old 70s TV show, he weighed in on what he thought of Mark Ruffalo's portrayal of the new Hulk. Ferrigno felt that Ruffalo's performance was disappointing. Shade. Kanye West did appear in church this past week with mega-money pastor Joel Osteen. While at Osteen's service, Kanye claimed that he is the greatest artist that God has ever created. And the internet, of course, is going crazy over that statement. But also during that, he gave a warning to parents and children about what they watch and what we let them watch. How the government and others put signs and subliminal messages in our programming. Which, if you ask me, is 120% true. It's real. But it just sucks people hate him so much and or think he's so fucking insane that they just ignore him when he says helpful things like that. It's sad. 
Uh, rapper Akon has announced that he will run against Kanye West for president in a 2024 election. I doubt any of them are going to run, but I'll just leave that there. Mike the Situation, Sarah Sorrentino, his wife has suffered a miscarriages. So our the condolences goes out to the situation in his life. That's sad. My man just got out of jail from doing his time, wants to start a family, had a little road bump. They'll keep trying and it will be a little baby situation, which I'm all for. Paris Hilton was asked about her old show, The Simple Life, which my daughter and I still love to this day. They asked her about doing a reunion show, and this is what Miss Hilton had to say. It's a different time right now. Nicole and I back then, yes, of course, it was fun doing that and me playing that character. We had the best time with my best friend on road trips all around the world and doing jobs we would never do in our real lives, and we had the best time doing it. But now I'm like a serious businesswoman, she explained. Then she said, I think if I was doing that, I couldn't play that dumb character anymore, she shared. Maybe we'll do like Simple Life Boss Babies. And I'm, I'm all for that, honestly. Music news. Back to Kanye West real quick. He has announced that he is doing a sequel to the album he just dropped, his gospel album. And he has enlisted none other than famous gangster rapper, turn mega producer, turn mega mogul, Dr. Dre himself. So Dr. Dre will be working with Kanye on his next album. And if you ask me, those two are going to come up with some amazing shit. There's no way that they can't. Video game news. Well, the Google Stadia did drop, and people are loving it, and people are hating it. I really didn't have hear about any real issues, you know what I mean, about downloading, playing, streaming, what have you, yet, even though I'm sure they're out there. But what I heard about is just some people bitching about games, which is ridiculous. On day one today, they were only supposed to have 11 titles, but before that even happened, they bumped it up to 22. So right now, you have 22 games to pick from for 10 bucks a month. That's what they charge a month. But they're going to be adding older and new games all the time, but that price is still going to stay the same. So it definitely is the future people you might want to wait a couple months what have you but this is the future it's going to be the console killer also the capcom cup will be taking place december 13th in california what that is is capcom they're the guys who make street fighter resident evil what have you they have a tournament highlighting their fighting games once a year and it's awesome because aew and new japan star kenny omega will be hosting the tournament kenny omega is a huge street fighter and fighting game fan my recommendation of the week this week, I do recommend the 1992's movie called School Ties. It stars Ben Affleck, Brandon Frazier, Matt Damon, and Chris O'Donnell. It's about this kid who moves to a new area and he enlists in a new private school. Everything is going fucking great. He meets a new group of friends. He's on a sports team. He finds a pretty girl. It's all going amazing until his buddies find out that he is... Jewish. And there's some racist motherfuckers against Jewish, and it all goes bad from there. It's an amazing film with an amazing cast in their prime, and it's one of my personal favorites. You have to check out School Ties. And finally, we're going to wrap the show off with this weekend's past box office. This weekend, number one was Ford vs. Ferrari with $31 million. Number two, Midway with 8.8 .8 million. Number three, 
The Charlie's Angels. And that was its first week in a bomb with 8.7 million. Number four, Playing with Fire. That's John Cena's film, 8.6 billion. And number five, Last Christmas with 6.8 million. Between number two, number three, number four, if you ask me, they were all tied for number two. Because one's 8.8, 8.7, 8.6, they're all number two. But it's a tough break for Kristen Stewart with that Charlie's Angels, but I bet her Seabird movie is going to do a lot better on Amazon Prime. All right, folks, that's it for this week. I will be back in a couple days with the wrestling podcast. And this weekend, I will have uh, the wrestling YouTube video and another Movies and More video. Uh, We also got Survivor Series coming up for the wrestling channel. Definitely check out our YouTube. I've got our top 10 part one holiday Christmas movies to watch. And I got some other great videos up there. Like I said, there's like 60 videos up there. So like, share, and show some fucking love, Pete's for real. Um, We're on all podcasting platforms, YouTube and Facebook the AEW Insider and on Twitter the AEW Insider 1 thank you guys for all your support I really really mean it you give me the motivation to do this and I love you all I'll be back soon peeps All right. thank you so much for joining us on the AEW Insider ciao peeps